It's been a little over 18 months since I came as your rector, and every Sunday that I have been here, I have started off our time when I've come out to greet you with the words, good morning, church. I've had a lot of feedback about that statement over these last 18 months. Most frequently, the comment has been that it feels a little cold. And I thought perhaps it would be beneficial to us all to consider what the church is, or better said, who the church is. Perhaps the change in the meaning for church happened sometime when the institution began to really take shape, way before any of us were alive. But if you read, to, even in Paul's letter to the Corinthians, as we read last week, he greets the church in Corinth, because the church is the body of Christ in that place. The church is the people. We are the church. St. Stephen's, the church of St. Stephen's is us. It's the combination of us pulled together through our baptism, made one, our identity known as the church at St. Stephen's here in Ridgefield. So that's why I've continued to greet you every Sunday. I wanted to say, good morning, church, because I want us to remember we're it. This is it. Us here at St. Stephen's. The church is around the world, but how is it that we come to know it here in our location? And how is it that we come to know it with one another? For we can only be the church in relationship with one another. Think about how the church grew and developed over all of these centuries. Even looking at our gospel lesson this morning, Jesus is walking along the water and he calls to brothers, two sets, to come and follow him. Repent means to turn, and he has invited them to turn and to follow him. Now, if we allow last week's gospel from John to inform this week's gospel from Matthew, we might presume that this is not the first contact that Jesus has had with Simon, Peter, and his brother Andrew. Because if you remember from last week's gospel, Simon, um, Andrew was with John the Baptist when Jesus came walking by, and Andrew followed Jesus and learned about him, and Andrew went and told his brother Simon, we have found the Messiah, you must come and see. And Peter did, Simon Peter did. So we might make a conjecture that they have been studying with Jesus for a while, and Jesus shows up one day at their work site and says to them, come, follow me. And they think, oh, all right. They lay down their nets and they go. This is the invitation that has been given to each of us in our baptism. And it is in our baptism that we have been equipped to follow Jesus. Because as you heard in the gospel lesson today, the brothers aren't sure what they're going to do, but Jesus tells them, I will make you fishers of men. It is in being called into Christ that we are equipped to follow Christ and equipped to help others do the same. This is our effort for this year of 2014 as the people of St. Stephen's, as the church of St. Stephen's. Our work this year is to invite people to join us in following Jesus in this place. We have a lot to invite them into. When I think about what has unfolded in the year of 2013 and even the fruits of that in this, the beginning of this year, I'm encouraged by all that I see. I'll tell you just between Friday afternoon and Saturday afternoon in a 24-hour period what took place here 
on the campus of the Church of St. Stephen's. There was a lock-in held on our property. It was a joint effort of several regional churches. Sarah worked together with Jesse Lee, Methodist Church up the road, with St. Mary's, with Pound Ridge Methodist Church, with Church of the Epiphany, a Haitian Episcopal worshiping community in Stanford. And we had 77 kids here overnight from Friday into Saturday. They were fasting. For 30 hours, they gave up food so that they might be aware of what it is for many people around the globe. It's an event put on by World Vision, and they were participants in that. And yesterday, as part of their activities, they went around to restaurants in town and took pictures of their small group in front of each place that serves food. Part of the instructions during that was that they had to ask someone at the restaurant to take their group photo and to tell that person why it was they were having their photo taken. Vivian was telling me yesterday that their group did encounter several different people, and some of them were a little grouchy to take yet another picture of a small group of kids <laughs> running through town. But an interesting thing happened to her group when they told this particular person what they were doing, and then they went off towards CVS, and the car circled back around and pulled up slowly, and the man rolled down his window and gave them a $100 bill, a donation to World Vision, it only cost $35 for a kid to be educated and to be fed for a month. This is what is happening at the church at St. Stephen's as we unite ourselves with other followers of Christ in our community. Not only that, but yesterday I sat with eight other people in South Hall from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m., new members to this congregation who wanted to learn more about the Episcopal Church. And what they said repeatedly throughout our time as we reference different aspects of the Episcopal Church and St. Stephen's uniquely, is how friendly this congregation is. How this group of people, the church, has made them feel welcomed, has helped them get involved, has helped them find their place in the church, as it's known here at St. Stephen's. We are the body of Christ in this place. Through our baptism, we have been made one body. And through our baptism, we have been given gifts to empower us to go out and spread the good news around us. So this year, there are several opportunities for you to participate in what God has already called you to do. This Lent, we're going to be having community dinners. It will be open to the community, people who are hungry for food or hungry for fellowship. Between 5.30 and 7.30, a meal will be served in North Hall. And everyone's invited to come. Everyone. This is a wonderful opportunity for you to come, maybe to catch up with someone in this community that you haven't seen in a while, or perhaps to invite your neighbor or a, a friend to come and join you just to eat dinner here at St. Stephen's. There will be programs offered afterward if you want to stick around, but the idea for the community dinners is that we just come to the table and we are going to open this up to the community. We might find people who are willing to venture onto our property for a meal and they will find it here. This is one way in which you can invite people to be a part of what's taking place in our midst through God here as St. Stephen's, as the church. In May, we're going to have a spiritual gifts workshop. 
And this is an opportunity for you to come and learn about what particular gifts you've been given in your baptism through the Holy Spirit. It's wonderful to see how God uses what God has given us to do God's work. Again, in the gospel story today, as Peter and Andrew follow Jesus, he says, I will make you a fisher of men. He uses who they are to advance his good work in the world. And then this summer, we're going to read a book as a congregation, anyone who wants to be a part of it, a book called Take This Bread by Sarah Miles. It's a few years old now, but it is a story of an unlikely convert to Christianity and how she found herself there. Not only is it a spiritual memoir, but it's a call to action. And so we will be, I will invite you to read this book and then to sign up for a book club sometime over the course of the summer. These are things that we invite one another to be a part of as we learn what it means to be the body of Christ in this place. And we can invite others to join us in this. There's a lot of power in an invitation. So I want to say to you simply, don't be afraid to invite. I know the feeling of, of hesitation, perhaps, if that's what you're feeling. As you encounter someone, you think, oh, they should come to St. Stephen's. They would like it for this reason or that reason. But you don't want to be that church person, the one that they look at and see you coming, glossy smiles, and they say, oh, no, they're going to bring up church. <laughs> Listen, I sympathize, don't you think? <laughs> How many times have I gone somewhere and I think, it's okay, I'm not going to talk about church, I promise. <laughs> But the interesting thing is, people seem to want me to. And they probably want you to, too. There have been times where I've thought, you know what, I'm not even going to bring up that I haven't seen them in a while. Well, let's just talk about the restaurant they went to last night, or the movie they recently saw, or the vacation. I'm just not even going to reference church. And I've done that a few times. But the interesting thing is, when I have referenced church, they've thanked me. they thanked me for noticing they weren't here. they thanked me for wanting them to be here. And your friends are going to be the same. It's nice to offer an invitation. It goes a long way just for someone to come and be in this place with you. And if you don't feel like you're in a place in your own life where you can offer that invitation, then don't sweat it. Just keep putting yourself in worship week after week and let God work out the rest of the details. We have in our mission statement, our mission statement is to live the word of God and pass it on. Pass It On reminds me of that song that's probably almost 40 years old, if not more, that reminds us that when you experience the love of God, you want to pass it on. So we have as a weekly reminder of what God has done in our midst as we gather together for worship and see what God has drawn together, what God has made through our baptism, through making us the church of St. Stephen's. We are reminded of the miracle of God in this place. And hopefully through that remembrance, we find a way to pass on the good news of God and Jesus so that others might participate and be transformed as we come together as the church. Amen. <laughs>